you'll see why that kind of works to my message in just a moment. So I'd like to uh, welcome my brother and his wife are here today. They're down from Adelaide. So I have my family Christmas, Raymond and Cotty. So it, it's, it's just great. I, I, I love it. It's probably I think this is the first Christmas since 2016 that I've actually been here in Brisbane. So uh, it's excellent. I love having it. But when we were kids, Raymond and I, we lived opposite a oval and the oval had cricket nets there. And we would literally play cricket with all the lads from the neighbourhood every single night, pretty much through October through to March. Every single night we would play cricket. And it'd be about seven, eight lads, sometimes more, sometimes less, but we did it every night. And the rule of our house was when the lights came on, we had to go home. And uh, it, was, it was just great. But we didn't have all the things that you're supposed to have when you play cricket. We were, this was just cricket, right? We did have a very hard cricket ball, but we didn't have gloves. We didn't have pads. We didn't wear shirts. We literally just wear shorts and we would try and bowl as fast as we could and try and hurt the other one, right? It, it was fantastic, right? A good Aussie way to grow up, right? And, and we, we would just love it. It was, it was just great. And so none of us played the classic get behind the ball because you weren't getting behind any ball, right? Because that could hurt. We would that, but let me tell you, we had good hand-eye, right? So, uh, but we loved Christmas because we knew every Christmas we were going to get something. We loved Christmas because we knew every year we were going to get a new cricket bat. The old one had become dented and all spongy, so you wouldn't hit as hard. It wasn't so good, and so you get a new cricket bat, and it was all pristine, and it was all hard, and, and you could really smack the ball with it. It was, it was excellent. It was excellent, but there was always a problem. Back then, the ball needed to be knocked in. The, the bat needed to be knocked in. So you'd have to get oil and you'd have to kind of like put oil on it and then you'd get an old ball and you'd hit. Who did that as a kid? Right, does anyone know what I'm talking about? Right, that's good. Come on, we're Aussies. We should know that, right? Knock it in. Now it all comes. Fantastic. They've all got massive sweet spots. But back then you had to do it. But then we would play. And that gift of the new cricket bat would fill me with dreams, would fill me with expectations. I am going to smash. I am going to get high scores. I'm hitting sixes with my new bat. I'll be specially smashing my brother everywhere, all over the park. This sweet spot is so big, I'm never getting out, right? This thing has no edges. It's only got a middle. I am gonna play unbelievably. The feeling inside me was indescribable. And this morning, as the kids came with their toys, they tried to describe what it was, but it was hard to actually describe. And I want to see what the Bible says about Jesus. In 2 Corinthians 9, 15, it says, Thanks be to God for His indescribable gift. You know, we can't adequately describe all that Jesus is to us. Jesus is God's gift to us. But with Jesus, it's actually impossible to describe all the things He is to us. Jesus is the ultimate gift that keeps on giving. In fact, even the Bible has trouble effectively describing Christ. And so what it does is it gives Him many names. 
Because not just one thing describes Jesus. There's so many ways to describe Jesus. He's indescribable. So the only way the Bible could adequately do that is to give him many names. So there's numerous. Because he's heaven's diamond. He's heaven's diadem. Each time you see him, you, you can see something new, something fresh, something else about Jesus. The Bible gives him names. He's the Saviour. He's Lord. He's Redeemer. He's Creator. He's Son. He's Wonderful. He's Mighty. He's the Prince of Peace, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. He's a Prophet, a Teacher, a Deliverer, a Leader, a Commander. He's the Messiah. He's the Master. He's the Morning Star. He's a Gate. He is the God who became flesh and dwelt amongst us as a man. If you look at some of the names of Jesus, they're seemingly opposite. He's a lion, yet he's a lamb. He's the head of the church, yet he gave his whole life for the church. He's a king, yet he's the ultimate servant. Thanks be to God for this indescribable gift. You think about it right now, God's indescribable gift to us, Jesus, is right now at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for us. He's praying your prayers. He's the only mediator between God and man. He is our high priest. He's the Alpha, so He's there at the beginning, and He's the Omega. He's with us every day of our lives right to the end. He's the author of our lives, but He's also the finisher of our lives. He knows how our life is meant to go and how to end up. You know, I heard that any author who hasn't got the ending in mind when he starts writing that book, it's impossible to write a great novel. You gotta know how it ends. But Jesus, he knows the start of our lives and he knows how our lives are gonna end up. He is our indescribable gift that we need to give thanks to God for. He's our light showing us the way to go. And as the bread of life, he's gonna provide for all of our staple needs. He loves us. And as a wise and good shepherd, he leads us into bountiful pastures and protects us from all the wolves of life, all the bad food we can eat, all those things. He shepherds us through tough times. Thanks be to God for this indescribable gift. During our tough times, he's our peace. He's our counselor. He's our consoler. You know, today, if it is difficult for you, understand, he's your comfort today. He's your consoler today. He's your counselor today. Jesus is the foundational rock upon which we build our lives. He's the one from whom we get our hope. He is forever faithful. He's overcome the world. He's overcome the devil. He's overcome sin. And he's overcome death for us. He is the victorious one. He's so indescribable that the whole Bible is actually about him and his coming to the earth. He is the Word of God. Our gift is indescribable. He's gone before us to prepare a place for us. So if you've lost someone this year, and, and last Tuesday night when we had our service of remembrance, it was just so meaningful and, and so comforting to so, so many people. But he's gone to prepare a place for us. What a wonderful thing. Thanks be to God for this undescribable gift. There's no uncertainty in God. Jesus becomes the door in which we can go through so that we can approach His Father. Because I know His Son, I'm welcome as a friend and I'm no longer an enemy of God. 
Thanks be to God for this indescribable gift. He's the lily of the valley. He's the rose of Sharon. Jesus brings colour and beauty into all of our lives. Jesus loves me. He accepts me as a brother. He's chosen to forget all of my sin, everything that I've done bad, and He comes up and brings it up no more. He doesn't go, but remember that? He's chosen to forget all that I've done wrong. Thanks be to God for this indescribable gift. As you open your gifts this Christmas, remember God's indescribable gift to you. He has given you, He has given you Jesus. That's what we celebrate today. You know, God wrapped up His indescribable gift as a baby, born in a major. And if you think about it, all history revolves around this day. Before it was BC, now it is AD. Everything is wrapped around this day. Jesus really is the reason for the season. Great thing about Jesus is God's indescribable gift is that He's eternal. This gift doesn't break. This gift doesn't spoil. This gift doesn't go out of date or out of fashion, no matter what the media wants to tell you. Jesus is always relevant. Once you think you've seen everything about this gift, Jesus, there's just more. The Bible says this, eternal life is this, that you may know God and His Son, Jesus Christ, whom He sent. So basically what it is, it's about knowing Jesus, not just sitting on a cloud playing a harp. That eventually, no matter how good it would be, will actually get boring. But every day heaven isn't boring because every day you're seeing something new about Jesus. Every day you're seeing something new. You've heard me say it before. In heaven, there's these angels and they're covered with eyes all over. And they've been before God from time started and they'll be there till time finishes. And they do not stop saying night and day, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and who is and who is to come. And I used to think, well, gee, that must be boring. You know, after like 100,000 million years, eventually you just get sick of saying that, no matter how good it is, what it is that you're looking at. But then I realised that in between the time of saying, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and who is and who is to come, they see something fresh about God. They see something new about God. It's not just the saying of the old and repeating some chant. What it is, is each time they say it, they say it with a freshness. They see something else about God's indescribable gift. It's gonna take an eternity to describe God's gift, to know all about Jesus. And I wanna ask you as you come into 2024, why don't you make a commitment that, that I wanna see something new, something fresh about Jesus this coming year. I don't wanna just live of what I had yesterday, I wanna see something new. And I promise you as you seek after something of God, God will give you something new. It's a new day. And I wanna say, and I wanna almost like prophesy over some people, next year you will sing a new song. There'll be something new about what God shows you, something new about what God wants to do in your life. God is God, Jesus is God's indescribable gift. So I want you to get communion right now. And we're gonna have communion because I wanna finish with the last two names of Jesus. These are the names that Jesus was actually given on earth. Thank you, Paul. What a good man you are. 
listen to that sound. You know, the last two names I want to concentrate on this morning are the names that Jesus was actually called. And we're having communion where God says, remember me. Jesus says, remember me. So let's remember Jesus this morning, but let's remember what his two names mean. He is God with us. He is Emmanuel. You shall name him Emmanuel, which means God with us. God is with us. You are not alone. You know, they're going to face some things this year, uh, over the next year, that are going to be tough. Life's going to hit you in the way that it does because no one is actually, uh, can't, is, is, everyone's going to go through something that's difficult. But I want to say to you, you don't have to go through it alone. He is God with us. I love that about God. God says it's not good for man to be alone. And so he gives Adam his wife. Jesus says, it's better that I go so I can send to you the Holy Spirit. God is with us. He wants to be with us. So if you feel alone in an area, that's where you can see something new about your gift. That's where you can see something fresh about Jesus, God's indescribable gift to us. So I want you to think of a place where you do feel alone. I don't know how to get through this, God. My wife, my husband, no one really understands, but I wanna say, Jesus does understand. Jesus does understand. I want us to stand as we take our communion today. Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus established communion before he went to the cross. Because in Jesus was all that we needed. So tonight, today, if you need something from Jesus, as you take communion, as you take communion today, I want you just to say, God, I thank you that you're with me. Thank you that you're with me. Thank you that you're with me, oh God. Let's take communion right now. I want you to get the cup. The name Jesus, what we know him as. The name Jesus means he will save us from our sins. How great is that? He will save you from your sins. He will save you from yourself. We don't always do it right. We're gonna mess up. We're gonna make some poor decisions. We're gonna allow pressure to get the best of us. Things are gonna happen. We're gonna sin. We're gonna choose an easier way over the right way. We're gonna do some things because it just was what we wanted at that moment when we knew it wasn't the right thing to do. But He saves us from ourselves. I look at my life, all the things I've done, all the things that God should judge me for, all the things that God would say, excuse me, I don't want you to have anything to do with me because you're very opposite of everything that I am. But He sent Jesus. That's why Christmas is so important. Jesus says that no one is too bad to come to God. You can come as you are. You can walk at the pace that you wanna walk at. 
He makes it as if you'd never sinned at all. He took it upon Himself. He is Jesus, the one who saves us from our sins. You know, there's no one here that can stand in pride. There's no one here that can say, look how holy I am. Look how good I am. I'm, I'm glad I'm not like this sinner. I'm glad I'm, I'm not like that person over there. Because we've all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We've all sinned and we all need Jesus. That's why it's the center point of history. Because everything that changed the day that Jesus came to earth, that God Himself came as a man and walked the earth and sinned not and took all your sin, my sin, the sin you did yesterday, the sin you did today, the sin you're gonna do tomorrow. Died once and once for all that we may be right with God. God doesn't look down upon anyone here. God doesn't have a finger pointing at anyone here. God's not angry with anyone here. God's not mad with anyone here. God's not gonna get you and make you pay for anything that you've done because of Jesus. He paid the price for your sins. Every time you say the name Jesus, be reminded, He saves you from your sin. He saves you from yourself. This morning, as we take that, we take the, the cup that represents His blood, His sacrifice, what He has done for us, take it and say, thank you, Jesus, for saving me from my sins. Jesus, right now, we just take a moment on this Christmas day. We understand this wasn't really the day that you were born, December 25th. But Father, we do take this time and this moment to remember that God, you sent your son, Emmanuel, that we would never be alone. That you sent your son, Jesus, who would save us from our sin. And that Lord, we would always be right with you, oh God. Father, we choose to walk your way this year, oh God. We choose, oh God, as a response for what you've done to us to walk with you, oh God. You know, maybe you're here today and you've never taken that moment to give your life to Christ. I wanna give you that opportunity. I'm gonna pray a prayer. I'm gonna ask everyone to pray with me and then I'm gonna pray for people at the end. So if you'd like to give your life to Christ, on this Christmas day. What a great day as we remember the fact that God sent His Son Jesus and He was born in a manger. I want you to say today, I trust my life to God. So say it after me. Dear Lord Jesus, thank You for dying on the cross for my sin. Please forgive me. Come into my life. I receive You as my Lord and Saviour. Now help me to live for you the rest of this life. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Father, I pray for each and every person here today. Let us see something new. Let us see something fresh.
Let us see something about Jesus we haven't seen, oh God. We honour you for your gift, oh Lord. We'll never be able to describe it. We'll never be able to fully have it because it will take an eternity to understand it all. But we thank you for your indescribable gift. We thank you for Jesus, oh God. Father, we pray, be so real. In Jesus' Name, Amen. You know, at the end of the service, if you pray that prayer for the first time and you'd like someone to pray for you, I'll be standing at the back of the service just at that next steps kind of little banner there. And I would love to meet you. I'd love to just pray with you. And I'd just love to say hello. You know, you're here today and you're not normally a church goer. You just come. Well, we do church pretty much every Sunday, 9.30, 5.30. Love to see you here. We think it's a good church, but I'm a little bit biased, right? But we would love to have you here. We're going to finish our Christmas morning. I want you to have the best Christmas. We're going to sing Joy to the World because that's a great way to finish. God bless you and enjoy God's indescribable gift. Thank you. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let us receive her King. Let us
you for joining us this morning, church. Have a great rest of your Christmas.